When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's good? What's good, man? It's funny as fuck, right? The women have the hardest time when I send them the invite, but the guys go straight to it. Don't even take y'all long. <laughs> now, nah, well, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I did, I did ask Ashley about her interview, so I kind of yeah. got a heads up of exactly what to do. See, that see, that's being smart, people. That's why men we have longevity in this business and why we run the damn business. It is it, a it's a reason to. <laughs> it's a man, so it's I, a man's world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how your week been? How your day been? Uh I finally got some rest. Um I did some shoots this week, you know, and usually okay. usually when I shoot like it, it it pumps my adrenaline, so I don't. I tend not to. See. I see. Mm-hmm. I, I get right into the footage. I start looking at it. Start chopping it up. Seeing what I want to mm-hmm. use, mm-hmm. and so I don't tend to sleep on on nights when I shoot. So you know, I finally oh. got some rest today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's yeah. family day. No. Yeah, because ever since I've been doing this podcast thing, man, it, I, life been getting more busy for my black ass. <laughs> so I know the feeling. <laughs> Listen, so the, way, you... the way I see you dropping these podcasts, I know, I know you a busy man. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So who did you work with this week? Um, Sean and Love from from Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and um, Artemis Triple X. Okay, okay, okay. We go we gonna get into that in a second. Let me go do my, my particulars, then I'm gonna come back to you, all right? All right, I'm here. All right. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone that's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you gotta do is just download the app on your phone or go to anchor.fm, set up a profile, start podcast today. I am your host. Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. You want to see my porn? You want to hear my music? You want to follow me on social media? Go to allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star and check me out. We're also sponsored by, tolerated by, loved by, and appreciated by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile, interact with other people in the same kinks as you. We're talking about subs, doms, sluts, queens of spades, whatever. Plus, you might can also find events in your area that you might could attend. So go to lsworld.com and get yourself a profile. Also, 
We are a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com, click on the the button for the podcast, and listen to the Black experience being taught to you and told you by Black podcasters. Also, while you're there, I got a little secret for you. Over a thousand Black retailers that you can have, you can you can buy from. We're talking about fashion. We're talking about beauty, jewelry, whatever you want, even books. That's right. You can learn stuff from this site. So go to shopgwdistrict.com. Buy Black. Support Black businesses. Build a Black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm going to stop. I'm going to step back. and I'm going to let this man introduce himself. Go ahead, sir. All right. Well, what's up? What's up to all the listeners? Um, it's definitely a pleasure to be here. I am Shoot Her. Uh, you could pronounce it Shooter, but it's actually Shoot Her, which is an act. And her, the acronym, which would be hedonistic, erotic, raunchy, everything in our world. I'm responsible oh, yeah. for shooting that. So that's where the name comes by. Yeah. So like you said, the two ladies that you shot this weekend, where, where, where did you shoot with them? Um, well, I actually shot with Shauna Love, who's actually from Las Vegas. She's out here in New York for the week. Mm-hmm. So um, we connected. And um, I did two scenes with her, um, one being a solo, which primarily I tend to do more solo scenes, more girl-girl scenes. Mm-hmm. But on this set, um, I was actually invited as well by Artemis X, who's a real good talent here in New York City. Mm-hmm. So um, I did a boy-girl scene with them as well. Okay, no doubt. So why do you opt to do more of the, the solo and like really the fetish? Well, honestly, it's still a part of my rollout. Mm-hmm. Um, com- coming into the industry, I gave myself a year, a year to learn the particulars of the industry. And mm-hmm. um, from speaking to people early on in the industry, I realized one of the problems was actually connecting male and female talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, females are very particular who they work with. Um, even though there's a lot a lot of male talent, we would say, um, in the industry, mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of established male talent. Correct. So um, with that being said, just to make it easier and me getting my feet wet, I decided to approach ladies with the idea of being more comfortable by shooting by themselves primarily or with another female. Okay, okay, okay. No doubt. That actually kind of makes sense. So using that route, how has it, how can I put this, helped you at the same token? Because, okay, it's like this. Most fans probably want to look at the boy girl. Let's just be honest. But have you noticed there's a sect that will spend a lot of money on the solo and the girl girl? Um, to answer that question, um, I pay a lot of attention to analytics. Yeah. And I do speak with the models that I work with. Because mm-hmm. another part of my role is I'm, I actually do not sell content. So, okay. Um, so I... Before your conversations. Yes, before my conversations. Uh, what, what I have been told was, you know, the girl girls, they sell. 
yeah. the solos the solos are more based on in, uh, fan interaction with them having only fans now so mm-hmm. it's really it's really how much the girls interact with their individual fans to get mm-hmm. their sales up for the solo stuff but uh, I haven't had any complaints so far about it and mm-hmm. just to interject in my plan also with the models that I work with I shoot what I find easier to shoot but Mm-hmm. I always suggest the models and I always try to help them out by giving referrals to other companies that would actually mm-hmm. shoot a boy girl. Mm-hmm. So these females that I work with, they still have a lot of boy girl content mm-hmm. coming from other productions. Mm-hmm. My production with them will primarily be the girl girl stuff, the solo stuff, and from time to time, boy girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, with you being a cameraman and not being male talent, is it easier to get girls being a producer and a cameraman versus that of being a male talent? In my experience, I would say it is. Discussing mm-hmm. it with other male talent who shoot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of females are skeptical of who they work with. Especially if you are an amateur producer or a solo producer not based with a big name company, you're mm-hmm. reaching out to females individually via email or maybe a DM. So they tend to be skeptical. So mm-hmm. me presenting myself as solely a cameraman and an editor, it's easier because the girls, they they come in with the mindset that I'm not trying mm-hmm. to actually shoot with them. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. So do you actually look for girls or the girls find you? Uh, well, I'm getting to the point now where the girls are finding me. <laughs> finally. Well, you putting in work, buddy. Yes. Um, but when I started out, I had to reach out to people. I had to um, market myself. So I tend to put out a lot of trailers of my work online Mm -hmm. and I use those in my emails so they can see my work. And I put out the type of work that once you see it, Mm -hmm. it's going to catch your eye. Yes, you do. do, You do very, very good work. Very good work. (laughs) And just speaking from the dude that been in for for over two decades. Um, so with that being said, when you do start, um, I hear you talk about branding. How did you come up with the thought process of branding your product and branding your company? Uh, well, I have been in media before. Even to the not, name. Yeah, I have been in media before. And um, it just honestly, not to sound cocky, but things like that just come to me. So Mm -hmm. um, it actually, the name actually came to me. I was actually in a call with with three other friends and we were going somewhere doing something totally different and it just popped into my head, the name Mm -hmm. with the acronym. And I just, um, I hit up a friend who does uh, logos and stuff like that. I got Mm -hmm. it done right away and um, took care of the particulars and just started branding it from there. Mm -hmm. I, I always tell people, um, like, if a model hits me up to work and she does not have 
certain particulars, like a, a logo, something to brand her work. Mm-hmm. I I tell them, go back to the drawing board, give yourself a couple of weeks, get that together, and then come back to me, and I'll be happy to work with you. Yeah, because because ladies don't understand that branding is a very, very important part of this business. Because even to your name, because I even tell girls, you want a name that you're the only one that got it. So when they Google, you're at the top of the list. Can you speak to that? Yes, yes. Um, I can't. I, I don't have any personal experience with mm. speaking to somebody about that, but I am aware of what you're speaking of because I've watched porn for, for years before I've started in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I could, I could tell you for a fact there's been times where porn stars had similar names and you couldn't find a particular scene you were looking for. You couldn't find her page. Mm-hmm. You find like three other porn stars with the same name. So I understand what you're saying. Oh yeah, most definitely. Now you have a good marketing background. How having that marketing background serves you well in this business thus far and in the future? Uh, thus far, I would say it served me well. Um, by being able to give my knowledge of branding and putting yourself out there for your fans to see, I've been able to parlay that to the models that I've worked with. So, um, Mm -hmm. for instance, I've worked with a model. She never had a trailer on something to catch her fans' eyes, let's say on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, I give her the concept of a trailer and then they get comfortable with it and they start doing it and you see their numbers going up mm-hmm. and um, fans interacting on their pages. And the um, as far as that forward, I don't think I received the benefits per se as that of yet. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm wrong because um, mm-hmm. in, in doing trailers for models and stuff like that, it catches the eyes of other models. And they, mm-hmm. then they hit me up. I would mm-hmm. say that's how I benefited from it so far. Yeah. Because see, having a marketing background, you understand how to market and what marketing is. So, yes. And I see that you're willing to give that knowledge to ladies. How many ladies come to you for knowledge and they actually, you know, take it in? Uh, few and fewer. trust me i've been there uh i'll tell you what what i run into um being that i'm new in the industry Mm -hmm. people would tend not to readily take advice from me and i tend not to give unsolicited advice if you ask if you ask me a question about certain things i would give you that knowledge but just to say Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pick up the phone and call a model and tell her she Mm -hmm. should do this or suggest that to her Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person, so mm-hmm. I haven't ran into that problem thus mm-hmm. yet. Now, this is to my male producers trying to break the business as well as male talent. When we talk to the ladies to get them to work with us, give some of these guys tips that they should have and know when they talk to a lady to get them to work with them. Uh, the first key, I would say, would be professionalism. Uh, hey, specialism. Break it down to them. I, they, treat them like they are uh, in kindergarten. 
<laughs> not say that my okay. fans are dumb, all my listeners are dumb, so they can understand. Because see, I want male times to understand. It's a way you have to move to get the girls that you want in this business to work with you, and that's why I want you to speak to. Uh, they there's a saying that first impression counts for everything. So you want your first approach to be a professional one. Uh, if you're just solely a producer, you would. I, I would say you have a, have a template of of how you approach the females. Have a template laid out uh, mm-hmm. with the services that you offer, uh, and then have links to your work as well, so they can see. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just starting out and you don't have work with big name models or or you don't have mm-hmm. work, period, you can mm-hmm. just you can just showcase your video skills your editing skills to a female mm-hmm. and she can take a chance with you um getting yeah. into this industry it is you have to take a chance I, I wouldn't say take risks but you have to take a chance so you you may have to um contact a female and offer a free service for for, for that first just to get your feet wet mm-hmm. but but coming back to the first the first the first thing most importantly is professionalism even as even if even as male talent when i say professionalism that's being having your your test results ready mm-hmm. um um male talent who is trying to break into the industry you may you may contact a female that is not in the same area as you and mm-hmm. you may want to work with her you 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 put yourself in a position where you ask questions. You may be able to offer her travel or make travel arrangements, lodging arrangements mm-hmm. for her that would entice her to actually work with you. So mm-hmm. these these are things that you have to have thought out before approaching a female. You mm-hmm. um pay attention, pay attention to the to the, the females that you want to work with see what their um their likes is you can look at most of these models pages and see the type of work that they do Mm -hmm. and that can avoid you wanting to work with somebody that is only into foot fetishes but you're approaching her to do a boy girl scene Mm -hmm. you know these are things just doing your research being yeah that that would be the other thing after professionalism is being well prepared yeah because so, see, I, I, I tell anybody this: a female can be unprepared and get away with it. We cannot. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. Had a female tell me, "Well, I don't watch porn." I was like, "But you do it." But that just told me that with men, we pay more to attention to detail than women do, especially yes. come to business. Yes. I, I am an attention to detail producer, so I can speak to that. <laughs> and yes. I can speak no, to females. Speak to that. Speak to that. I, I want them to hear it. Uh, something as simple as a female may be comfortable on set and she's getting ready to shoot mm-hmm. and she hops onto the bed and the soles of her feet are there. Mm-hmm. She's not paying attention to that, but me as the producer, I am. Mm-hmm. So that's when we got to stop and we do a foot check. 
you know, you get those cleaners. Uh, I mean, I guess you have fans that maybe have a fetish for dirty feet or girls wearing dirty socks, but... Yeah, but, 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 but if they ain't calling for the scene, they ain't part of the scene, then nah. Yeah, but... um, but, I'm, Because I'm I got a story it. about that, actually. Because even with... Do. Just like with me, like you, like if I see the girl feeds dirt, I wash the feed. If I see she ash, I put lotion on. And so people can understand how this is important. It was a while back when they had blog talk radio. And it was this popular blog talk radio show that had all the top BBW porn stars coming on there. So they, this go around, they had one lady who was beefing with another lady. And she was talking shit about that lady hard. I mean, she was going in hard, right? So then... A call, caller called in and said, well, ma'am, I mean, you talking about her being a professional, you saying this, this, but you were just on Busted Baby Doll with your feet black as tall, dirty as shit. You know that show shut down, right? Yeah. <laughs> but people pay attention to that. Yes. Yes, they tend to. They pay attention to how the room look and stuff. As a producer, speak to how you go around, like, when you first begin to shoot. Because I know as a producer, I always get it in my mind how I want the shoot to go. Can you speak to that? Uh, I, as, as far as speaking for how the shoot to go, are, are, you, are you talking about the environment? Are you talking about the actual scene itself? All that. Okay. All um, that. I don't tend to go into shoots unless it's something that I am planning myself. Most mm-hmm. times I most times I get contacted by models, a talent to work with, and they already have what they want to do in their heads. So um, mm-hmm. when I get on set, we would discuss it first of all. And um, mm-hmm. if I think something would translate well on camera or won't translate well on camera, then I would make that suggestion or discuss it with them at that point in time. But mm-hmm. I haven't had, um, I mean, it's, it's not been a years yet. I would say I have 10 months, 10 months in the industry, but mm-hmm. I have shot, I have shot over a hundred scenes already. So um, in that time, I would not say I had any particular problems on sets. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to, be very stern about things on the set. And, mm-hmm. and how it, important it, is that as a producer to be that way? Um, it is important because your the talent would have a vision, but they don't have they don't see what we see as producers behind the lens. Mm-hmm. So they may want to do something that may not translate well on camera. And as the producer, you have to explain and tell them why and show them. Maybe give them an example of why it wouldn't work. Or maybe we could tweak something to make. But your goal is to give the talent the shoot that they're looking for as best as possible. So that comes paramount. So I'll explain to them, like, listen, that won't make you look good or you don't look good in that position or, you know, simple things like that. Um, If a model would approach me today and ask me to shoot a scene in Times Square for her, for Mm -hmm. her OnlyFans, my 
my first thing that I would say to her is OnlyFans policy, one of their latest changes in the policy is the public you can't do stuff in public now. They don't want sex in public on OnlyFans. So I would tell them that's not going to work. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Which speaks to the importance of why you have your stuff on multiple platforms. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. speak to that, please. Uh, having your stuff on multiple platforms, it's just, it, it, it's for the go-getters. Um, the lazy people won't get this, but the content, owning your content is the most important thing in this industry. Yeah. And, be, and being able to put your content on multiple platforms, it, it gives you more income. It will also show you um, one platform may be taking too much from you versus another platform. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are things that you will learn in just taking the time out to build a profile on another platform. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 it doesn't take time. I mean, they the changes in the industry, in the porn industry, mm-hmm. with the advent of OnlyFans and many vids, AP clips, all these sites. These sites have only been around three years for the most. So mm-hmm. it's, st- it's still a learning process, but um, it's there to take advantage of. If you follow the rules, mm-hmm. if you follow the rules, you can take advantage of these sites, multiple sites. And mm-hmm. um, you may have fans that primarily go to many fits. You may have guys mm-hmm. that don't go to only fans. Mm-hmm. So if you have your content on both platforms, you have that many vid fan base that you're selling mm-hmm. your content to. And um, you have your OnlyFans network. Some people don't do both. They choose one or the other. You having your your content on multiple platforms, you maximize your income, maximize your profit. Which is true. Which is so true. Now, this is the thing I want you to speak to. The way that men, we have to come in, even if we're talent, as a producer, we have to come in with a mind state of business because you also talked about how you did the research and stuff. I want you to speak to why we have to come in with that mind state already versus the mind state that women might come into the business with. Because we're, we're not eye candy or, or primarily um, it's, it's basically in the porn world or the industry, as you would say, um, Mm-hmm. The the buyers of porn are primarily men, mostly men. Um, mm-hmm. You have females who who buy porn, but they're into other females. Females, I haven't ran into a lot of females or seen a lot of traction from females even online as far as buying porn for a particular guy. It, it, it always comes back to what people want to see. And mm-hmm. dudes are typically, I guess, hornier than females. So, yeah. <laughs> see, see, I think the reason why women don't—how can I put this? They don't. To me, sex for them is emotional and it's not physical, so they don't get off on the physical like we do. 
So when they watching porn, now that teens gonna be with their mate, or they bought it for their mate, or they with their homegirls is kind of a joke. Why dudes, we get off on it. So I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons. Bobby, Bobby, listen, man, listen. Um, you the OG, right? Oh, you yeah. the OG. I'm gonna tell you this much. A lot of these young girls now, they don't give uh, about emotion. Yeah. They, yeah, they they're out here like men now. Um, that's why it's easier for me to shoot a lot of girl girl scenes because girls are really lusting after other females. They, yes. they, yeah, on set they they're way more aggressive. That they, they're into, you know. See, see you, being on set. What you in New York, so it's kind of like how can I put this? You, with you being in New York, you have more of a traffic community to pull from. With me in North Carolina, it's kind of like it's North Carolina. I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so so you get to interact with people way more so than I would ever would. But but no, continue, continue, continue. I I, I wanted to hear more. Shout out to North Carolina. One of my first stops traveling, shooting was North Carolina, and it was really oh, okay. Rough. It was real rough for me. Mm-hmm. I had I had I had talent pull out on me. Yeah, and, you know it, it was real rough. But shout out to North Carolina. Yes, yeah. because since then. Um, some of those same talents has circled back and they want to work with me again. So mm-hmm. they're asking me to come back. Yeah, because people don't realize the hell we got to go through to find the talent. People flaking, people not showing up. They say they want to work with you, then they go MIA. You know, it's it's uh, on the mental health thing, because mental health money. Please speak to how that kind of does kind of hurt the psyche a little bit of a professional. When people do that shit, uh, and in most cases, pockets. It actually is. It it could be devastating. Um, sitting sitting in the hotel room that you booked for a talent, and she's not answering her phone. It 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 hurts. It hurts. Um, your ego. Like you said, your pockets, uh, it hurts in, in, in a multitude of different ways. And um, I guess, I guess, you know, uh, this is stuff that ladies have to learn that it, it affects it affects their bottom line because we're still in a small industry and, and, and word gets around, um, producers talk. We, mm-hmm. we discuss we discuss talent with each other just like talent discuss producers. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's all um a network, and you want to appear professional at all times. You want um there's always going to be things said about you, um, but mm-hmm. you want you want the majority of what's said about you to be good. And I'm mm-hmm. um, mostly professional and you back it up with your work. And most importantly, if your work shows that, it'll translate well. Yeah. See, see, see that. See, that's the thing that, like, I tell females, it's not about how you say yes. It's about how you say no. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, yes. that's why I did the Smokers Lounge. 
because I want to get the crux of things. It, everybody always asks the normal question, but they don't ask the real question, have the real conversations, you know, period. such as how a producer feels when that girl flakes or that shoot didn't go well or go exactly as planned or it was a rough shoot. It does affect us because we care about our work and we care about our professionalism. Uh, I, I would akin that to feeling like Shaq at the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep shooting, but you know, we're, we're, the percentages is real low at yeah. times. It, it hurts. It, you know, mm-hmm. Shaq Shaq was a, a monster in the paint, but at the free yeah. throw line, he sucked. <laughs> He sucked. And especially if he had to do one where they had to win the game. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So so that's like you you got your your last spending part of your budget and you mm-hmm. you you booked the the hot, hottest model you could find. Mm-hmm. And and you booked her flight to come in and, and she didn't show up to the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, so the game went and shot, you know, you, you lost the check. Yeah. Locker room looking real bad. Round down. <laughs> that that's it right there. It 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 diminishes your your your, your morale and it makes yeah. you it makes you not want to I mean well everybody's different. It may mm-hmm. make you want to go harder with your next shoot, or it may just make you want to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And then the other girl that you make contact down the line unknowingly suffers from what that first talent did to you. And, and I think that what a lot of female talents don't get is that you're dealing with PSD just as much as y'all as we're dealing with your PSD. Because as many times as she had a talent that didn't act right or a producer that flaked or what have you, we didn't have a talent flake on us. And girls that didn't act right on set or guys. Uh, well, to be honest with you, if I had talent on set, and I've had that, I would say one time, mm-hmm. that it wasn't on set, but after mm-hmm. she she kind of got out of pocket and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm the type I'm I'm the type of person that you wouldn't know that I'm set with you. Uh, mm-hmm. but the the interaction may stop. We may not speak, but you won't know that I'm upset with you. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing that, I saw that model a couple months later in Miami, and um, everything went great. And we mm-hmm. start we we worked again. Mm-hmm. So you know, sometimes as producers, yes, it, it, we have to be professional, even when others are not. Yes. And that's yes. the hardest part of this business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most definitely. So in your love life, I, I don't know if you're single, married, or what have you, you ain't even got to say. Um, what's some of the myths? Do you think people in our business have a hard time, especially on the man side, us, finding a mate? Uh, finding a mate who is not in the industry or working or finding a mate that's in the industry because did this go both ways okay um finding a mate that's not in the industry that understands what you're doing in the industries is a balance in that mm-hmm. um 
she has to have that confidence in you and that trust in you that you're going on set with numerous beautiful models who are butt naked and she has to be um, securing herself that that you're going to be professional Mm-hmm. She, she can't show up to the set with you I mean I know of producers who actually work with their wives so the, the wife is on set but um, mm-hmm. but for, for most of us she can't show up on set with you to see what you're doing so she mm-hmm. has to have that trust I can't speak to it so um, I would just think that that's what's needed and in that situation is a lot of trust as mm-hmm. far as as far as dealing with somebody in the industry, um, that's also a balancing act because, mm-hmm. you know, jealousy may come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, if your mate is doing better than you or if your mate is, you know, ha- has a different preference to mm-hmm. what you think she may have. It's, it's, a, it's a balancing act. Um, <laughs> it's a balancing act and Honestly, I would I would say um, I don't see a lot of those relationships really working out in the long run. Mm-hmm. But for the ones that do, more power to them. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, it I tell anyone it takes a special person to date somebody in this industry. So whether it doesn't matter what spectrum you are on on this industry, it 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 takes a special person. Um, a because even too. yeah. Yeah, that's why I said nine out of ten. If she's a porn star, she might as well just date a swinger. Cause, <laughs> cause, but cause, then she may have a problem. But then she may have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. Be like, well, you doing too much swinging? <laughs> what? Oh, porn stars are jealous too. Yeah, people don't realize that they they can get jealous on set just as quick as a normal civilian. They still a person. As a producer, you you should know that we see subtle subtle instances of that. Mm-hmm. It, it may be a um, it may be a gang bang, or it may be um, uh, orgy scene. It may be a threesome, and you 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 tend to see energy with people, you know. So mm-hmm. that happens that happens more more than people would think. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause I actually seen a, uh, okay, it, I actually seen a situation where a dude who was, he was the pimp, but he was married to the lady I was working with, and at some point, I guess the night, the night after we shot, she had said my name during sex with him, <laughs> and ever since then, it was like when I went back the next day for the shoot, he told me. And I'm looking at him like, why are you telling me this, man? I don't want to know this shit. <laughs> because I know regardless that, yeah, that y- you might be in the lifestyle of that, you're still a man. And that's still going to make you think, and it might affect the shoot. And it actually did affect the shoot because it ended up going to where we were shooting to shooting one, and I knew that was part of the reason. So it's a delicate pimp, balance that pimping wasn't pimping. No, uh, <laughs> but but I guess um I guess that goes to um with sex workers who who have pimps. It, yeah. it's a it's have a you dealt with of, that? Um, uh, in my younger years, mm-hmm. in my younger years, um, but um, 
I guess pimps would be threatened by by porn producers. Yeah, yeah. That's always seemed to be the case throughout history. I, it it's, uh, it it seemed that way. <laughs> I'm like, which I don't know why, but I guess the lifestyle they end, they I don't know. It, it's kind of funny. I kind of noticed that oh. too. Oh, you know what's crazy? Now that you say that, there's a show. Um, there's a show that comes on. Um, it might be Showtime or one of those premium channels that I think is, it's HBO. I think I know you're talking about Beth Man is in it. Um, yeah, God yeah. Can, you know yeah. exactly the show that yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's about 42nd Street and the start of the porn industry on yeah. 42nd Street. Okay, there was a pimp in that show, and he was yeah, taking his girl to a porn yeah. producer, and mm-hmm. he could not deal with her. He could not deal with her on set getting fucked and dealing with the producers and, and that broke their relationship up. So mm-hmm. it's just funny that that just popped into my head. Yeah. But see, but see, what's funny is, is that that still happens to this day because if it ain't a pimp, it's their boyfriend manager. Oh, oh <laughs> or yeah. Manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, their boyfriend manager slash talent who's trying to break into the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's the worst feeling in the world. Uh, I, I want to bring my own talent. And then they get mad when you say no. When, 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 in my situation, they get mad when I say no. Not because... Um, because this is what people don't understand. Being a male talent is not that easy. It just ain't simple as I'm going to bring my husband on set and we shoot. Because they don't understand, it, with you being a cameraman you speak to, how close you really get to the action. They think you stand off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, like with with our with our equipment being upgraded, like damn near every year. Um, the gimbals come in handy in in those cases now, so you don't yeah. have to really get that close up on the action. But I know what you're speaking of. Yeah. Um, but honestly, uh, me, I run a, a real firm set. So if mm-hmm. somebody was to come with their significant other, before we start shooting, um, the significant other is going to understand that they're not going to be able to see the actual scene being shot. I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't allow other people onto my set while I'm shooting mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And, do, and I'm going to ask you a question. With that, do you think that works better for a shoot than having a shoot with a lot of people that's in in the vicinity? Yes, unless you want to have an environment for your shoot that there are voyeurs per se around or a party going on. There's no Mm -hmm. reason to have random people on your set. There's there's no reason for it at all. Um, Mm -hmm. Noise eliminates noise. It eliminates shots. Certain shots you may want to turn it to a particular angle, and someone is standing there, and you can't, you can't get that shot because a random person in shorts and flip flops is standing in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's hard to work around that <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. But hey, I'm going to have to. Uh... Shut this down. I'm going to bring you back. I got to bring you back, man, so we can really chop it up. 
um, for a later episode, talk about some subject when it, uh, dealing with porn or what have you and everything. Um, go ahead and tell everybody where they can see your work, how they can book you if they're in New York and they want to do a shoot and all that good stuff and what you got going on in the future. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm 10 months in, still a part of my rollout. And I only use the platform for our industry. I call it mm-hmm. our our platform, which is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter allows you to put adult content on, on the platform. So that's the only place you can find me. It's um, Shooter69, and that's Shoot, S-H-O-O-T-H-E-R, 69 on Twitter. And... Um, Shooter H period E period R productions at gmail.com. You can reach me on email or you can shoot me a DM as long as it's business inquiries. Um, for talent, especially the men, if you're reaching out, uh, please make it professional. I don't require photos. If you have work, that you want to send that's not a problem but the random pics and stuff like that i do tend to deal with that and it's not a good look so yeah. once again you can catch me on twitter shooter six nine um it was definitely a pleasure being on the, the, the cast um you didn't even really get into anything so i'm, I'm glad you you're extending another invite oh yeah oh yeah because because a lot of people I plan to bring back, especially the male producers and male talent, as well as female talent, but definitely guys, because I want us to have a voice. Okay. And I don't think a lot of these podcasts, a lot of these outlets really give the, the men in the business a good voice like they do the women. And that's one of the things I want to do and accomplish with this podcast is give my brothers in this industry a voice so they can talk and they and people can know our side of the story. Our struggle. struggle. Yes. And they don't understand it. You feel me? So let me close this out before you go. And um, once again, thank you. I'm going to bring you back for show because, yeah, there's a lot we didn't get to. I didn't even get to ask you about the masks, your toys, because that picture, people, let me, I'm just going to say before before I do this close out. He sent me a picture. This man has every dildo in every color you can fucking think of. This dude is ready to go. He is trained to go, people. Y'all need to book this man to do your next scene. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm putting a stamp on it. Y'all need to book Shooter, for real. All right? All right, Life Bobby. So, so next, time we, next, time we, um, next time we get up, we can do that because we actually didn't discuss that. That's my BDSM side. Um, yeah. It's, um, it's like an alter ego, actually. But we can get to that next time. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely sure. a pleasure. No doubt, no doubt. So before you go, let me close this out. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming, shooter. Yeah, I'm smoking it over, man. No doubt. All right. All right. One.